You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Um, We are going to talk this week about relatives who drive you crazy. So your spouse, you and your spouse, you're, you're cool. You got no problems. You got no issues. It's when the outside family starts butting in and getting involved. Um, we have talked and in, in, I know you in particular have talked a lot about the mother-in-law, but I think a lot of people forget about the rest of the family. And when you get married, you know, they, there's that saying about, uh, you know, you're not just marrying your spouse, but you're also marrying your spouse's family. Um, that can cause some problems. So when we're talking about, uh, getting married and, 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 you know, growing the family, so to speak, um, do you have to worry about the idiosyncrasies and dealing with the outside relatives? Yes, you do. Of course you do. (laughs) I mean, when you get married, Steve, you marry a tribe. You know, it's, it's pretty simple. And of course, we all think our own personal relatives and family are pretty good, right? Sure. We're used to them, and, and we think, we, but it's our spouse's relatives. Yeah, they're, the, going, they're the crazy oh. ones, not our own. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, you absolutely have to deal with them. The good news is you don't have to crawl in bed with them at night. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the ways of, of working with and dealing with um, your spouse's uh, relatives, you must bear that in mind. Is They're not the ones that you end up staying with 24-7. Okay. And and what about, say, a, a noisy sister-in-law who tries to pry info out of you about personal things, such as how much money you make or your home life or conflicts, um, anything that would make good gossip to share with the rest of the family? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, don't buy into it okay. and don't care. In other words, if you start caring about what the relatives bring in with them in the way of dirty laundry and, you know, personal trash and all that, the minute you start to care about it, you'll get defensive. And that's where we, we get hurt, frankly. Instead, what you want to do is divert, okay? Okay. So your, no, your nosy sister-in-law says something like, like uh, I don't know, you know, oh, I heard that your husband got a raise. So does that mean that you're going to buy that uh, forerunner? Uh-huh. And what you would do in, in, the, in the diversion aspect is go, hmm, did you see that coupon on Rice Krispies the other day? (laughs) You know, in other words, literally plan ahead three or four diversion statements that would please her gossipy little mind. If you're, you know, into the, into people or us or whatever, you can always pluck a subject or two there. It's like, ooh, did you hear about Michael Jackson's talk screen? (laughs) Yeah, got it. (laughs) And, and yeah, and that'll usually keep him busy and off what is, excuse me, but your very personal and private business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and what about um, family members who smoke and drink and swear and, um, you know, if it's in a bar or a club, may not be a big deal. But what happens, well, how do you handle that if they're in your home with the kids around the, 
the dinner table, and you don't want that unwelcomed influence on your kids. Right, especially if you don't, you know, do, in, enjoy those behaviors yourself at home. That's something, sure. as you said, you keep for the adult life or whatever. Um, you make it special. Now, this can sound strange, but <laughs> if uncle drags out the cigarette or the cigar, you know, which yeah. would make me really have a fit, um, <laughs> is already have parked a nice patio chair or whatever on that tiny little smidgen of outdoors that you have or your great big yard, whatever it is, with a little table next to it and an ashtray. Mm. And you escort said uncle or Billy Bob or whoever it happens to be, and you say, oh, we have this special place just for you. Okay. And you park him there, and you make it very clear that, oh, you know, we can't have smoke in the house because of my allergies. I'm so sorry. You can take it on yourself. But the bottom line is it's outside. It's simple. And no, the kids don't get to go and play with Uncle while he's smoking outside. The kids have to stay inside. So, so it's special in that you've made an arrangement for him, but not special in that he gets to have more fun. And, you know, when it comes to the drink-type stuff, most people who get out of control inside a, a home are what we think of as hard drinkers, meaning they prefer um, alcohol, alcohol, you know, yeah. bourbon, whiskey, that okay. kind of thing. And you can frankly just not have it. Mm-hmm. You can have beer and wine or cider or, yeah. you know, something that takes a lot more for somebody to get out of control. Yeah. Just... You know, and, and that way you don't offend your relative by saying, you are a lush and you had better get out of our lives. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you keep it within within some kind of manageable bounds. Mm-hmm. So, so you you limit the amount that you even have on stock, so that they sure. couldn't get out of control. And in in terms of the smoking and stuff, this is also going to take a little bit of communication ahead of time, particularly if it's the first time that you're meeting some of these relatives that your spouse needs to give you a heads up like, oh, this person is a, a swearer and a drinker and a smoker. We might need to set something up outside to give them that place. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be a rough a, trial and error. Yes, and that is an excellent point, Steve, which I really should have brought up right away, and thank you for doing it, which is you do need to, to be in communication with your spouse about this stuff so that you sit down you go, okay, honey, it's our first Thanksgiving together. It's our first whatever together. Um, tell me a little bit about who's coming and what they're like. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's really, really critical. And you should do the same yeah. on your end. Yeah. Except that my family's perfect, so uh, we wouldn't even need that conversation. Too. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> uh, here, um, you know, another one is uh, what to do uh, with the bragging brother uh, who is constantly trying to one up your spouse, um, or as I like to call them, one uppers. Um, mm-hmm. Mine is bigger or better than yours. You know, you just got this. Well, I just got this. Except mine's the better version. H- how do you handle that kind of a situation? Well, again, I think your your point before, Steve, was really good, which is you you got to give a heads up, whether it's from your side, if it's your own brother, or if it's on their side, that that kind of behavior goes on. And then, basically, it's the same old diversion technique, which is to say, hmm, and then go right on to another subject. The reason you go, hmm, is you've acknowledged that they've said something, but you're neither agreeing with it, disagreeing with it, or choosing to respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so just because someone says something doesn't mean you have to join in that particular conversation. Yeah. So it's always good to have a couple of, of diversionary, you know, sentences on, on hand. And also, the thing I said at the beginning, don't buy into it and don't care. Mm-hmm. Do not care. And that's hard sometimes. You know, when somebody you say, well, I'm so happy I got this promotion or whatever, and the other dude says, yeah, and mine is 500000 more than yours. You feel about an inch tall. So it's, 
just the ability to go, hmm, gee, did you hear that there's now 16 rings around Saturn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you can come up with, but don't buy into it. It's a cheap, low trick is all it is. And if you want to stick to space, you can just always tell people that Pluto's no longer a planet, and that might spark a good conversation. Indeed. You can pick <laughs> on absolutely anything. Um, this, is, this is a little off topic really quick, but um, since we brought up brothers, I have two brothers, Noel, mm-hmm. and um, I would just like to give a public um, congratulations to my older brother who was um, just given a big promotion in his job. So if you're listening, Fantastic. Craig... Congratulations. Fantastic. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the right response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. Follow by example, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. That's great. Um, and and, and uh, to kind of wrap things up here, uh, we're hitting all the family members today. Uh, how about the negative aunt who puts down you and everything that you do and nothing that you seem to do or say is right? Well, I have a great stopper for that behavior, and that's two words. Thank you. Hmm. You see, they don't know what to do after that. (laughs) If she says, oh, there's dust on this, you know, uh, sideboard, you go, thank you. (laughs) And then you just be quiet. There is nothing for them to say. Yeah. And if they go on, then you pull your old aversion thing again. Or you can always ask for helpful hints. Thank you. Well, how would you suggest that I clean the dashboard or a sideboard? Mm -hmm. You know, what what is your favorite product? And Mm. you can usually be quiet because then they're going to talk about their favorite product for the next 10 minutes. Now, when you say that, when you say, oh, what do you use, do do you think that comes off a little... um, con- I don't want to say condescending. Uh, sarcastic? Sarcastic, yeah. <laughs> Depends on how good you are at neutralizing <laughs> your tone. Okay. You really have to almost, almost as if you were talking not down to a child, but talking to someone who, you know, isn't quite with the program. Doesn't have a good EQ. There you go. Doesn't have a good EQ. And so you just but say it very, oh, so um, what product do you like to use? And I'll tell you, it does take good self-control to pull that one off. <laughs> but it's far more fun than getting yourself hurt yeah. or feeling guilty or ashamed, which is even worse, and publicly humiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're kind of building our own little army of uh, family Jedis here. <laughs> yes, we are. Where they get people to talk and talk about the conversations they want to talk about and be polite when we want them to be polite and courteous. Exactly, because what are family get-togethers supposed to be? They're supposed to be a joyous occasion mm-hmm. where we all enjoy the best of each other. And sometimes you have to kind of nudge people onto that track. Sure, sure. Well, this has been another great podcast, Noel. Um, but that's going to do it for us. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Steve. And everybody, you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson. She is a relationship expert, speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Uh, Noelle also focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love, at home, and at work. And you can get more about that and how to accomplish those things at her website, wonderfulmanwonderfulyou.com. And if you'd like to visit her blog, it's wonderfulmanwonderfulyou.com slash blog. And of course, you can find her information on hitchedmag.com under the experts tab. You'll see Noelle there. And uh, lastly, Noelle's on Twitter. Uh, It's Noelle Nelson, correct? 
Or is Correct. it Dr. Noel Noel Nelson? Dr. Noel Nelson is her handle. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well, Hitched Media. And uh, that's going to do it for this week. So thanks once again, Noel. Thank you. Okay, bye everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.